Right, so I have recorded the podcast, but this is the intro to the podcast because it needed a little bit of a preface. It's the first one. It's a bit of a ramble. There's a lot of ums. There's a few edits where I just kept rambling or made some long-winded statements that were pretty much irrelevant when I listened back to them. It was meant to be more succinct and just kind of set the scene for the upcoming interviews that I'm planning to do. Um, So, yeah. Bear that in mind. I ask for a little bit of forgiveness here and there if you're listening to it. Um, But without further ado, here is the uh, initial explainer podcast that I put together in order to answer any sort of questions around context and what I'm getting up to. Oh, it is a little bit boring. Welcome to what I guess I'm calling a podcast. Um, This is sort of an introductory thing uh, to explain what I'm getting into and to kind of open up, I guess, or set the scene, if you will, for where I'm going with this podcast. Um, The title of it is Unplug Yourself, which is a play on words, but I think we should maybe talk about what I was going to do first, which was unplug your f***ing phone or uh, self-talk and the impact of you. So because I had these two sort of polarizing titles, I decided to land somewhere in the middle with Unplug Yourself, which is really talking about kind of getting out of your head. It's a play on getting out of your head. Let's just say it's the play on getting out of your head. The theory that I have and the thing that I keep coming across as a pattern of behavior that I continue to see both in myself and in others is this sort of internalization or this internal dialogue, the the prison that you have or the person you're stuck with, which is yourself, that, that voice inside your head uh, that continues to move you forward. And, you know, I think in the day and age that we're living in, uh, the highly connected mobile world, I guess the amplification of your negative side may kick in more heavily. Um, It's it's difficult to maintain constant positivity and and without externalizing this stuff, which really is the uh, crux of this whole conversation uh, of podcasts, is is that you know you're dealing with only you and that level of you know sort of denial that you're doing it uh, the entire time. So my theory is is if a person suffers from uh, negative self talk. If they can identify what that pattern or that that continued uh, negative self-talk is and admit that or put it into the open, um, they're able to, uh, in in a way, free themselves or open up the door for a change, right? You know, the admission equals freedom, uh, especially when someone else knows about it. The internalization of this is the continued down cycle of what this is. Now, there's a whole bunch of imposter syndrome going on here for me. I am not a um, medical educated psychologist. I have no doctorate. But what I have is a bunch of experience and in, in being mindful of, of others, uh, being very aware of them, being self-aware. Um, and I have a bunch of tools in my toolbox that I use to move forward. Now, I suffer from negative self-talk just like any I have a lot of positive self-talk, but what I do also have is a mechanism or a trigger that I will, you know, kick into gear if I'm finding that I'm falling down, right? That those up and down cycles and getting too low in it. And every once in a while, I'll dwell out a little bit there, but 
I try to bounce back out, right? Um, just because you have to, right? I've got other people in my life. Um, I can't just sit down there. And I can see how it's a slippery slope. Um, you know, there's a whole history of stuff in my family, uh, you know, where this negative stuff can kick in. But the point being that it's about moving forward and it's about a progression. So based on the theory around negative self-talk and the admission of that to someone, anyone outside of your head will get you freedom. The podcast kind of came to, to fruition in my head around how do I expose this conversation or this dialogue beyond myself and turn this into conversations with other people around these sorts of things. Now I thought perhaps the best way to do this would be to talk about the toolbox, you know, into this, into this sort of interview format. Now the toolbox consists of um, leveraging emotional intelligence, and we can go back through some, you know, Wikipedia stuff if we want to, to really talk that out. Engaging in mindset, you know, how does one manage mindset? How do you, you know, develop or have or engage in your self-awareness? How do you take advantage of mindfulness by being present without judgment? Uh, these are all critical things in the toolbox that I believe you should take advantage of in order to... Um, deal with self-talk and how to motivate yourself and move forward uh, in situations that uh, require it. So let's talk a little bit about emotional intelligence, right? Um, I mean, this is, you know, really about your ability to manage your emotions and, uh, you know, the emotions of others, right? And, and see these things. The definition, Wikipedia, thank you very much. Emotional intelligence is generally said to include at least three skills, emotional awareness or the ability to identify and name one's own emotions, the ability to harness those emotions and apply them to tasks like thinking and problem solving, and the ability to manage emotions, which includes both regulating one's own emotions when necessary and helping others to do the same. So having control over these things is really important. I think in any situation, your emotions can either make or break it, right? Um, letting your emotions rule you can take you down a particular path, um, but also taking advantage of what emotions do for you to create energy and to create, um, you know, power in yourself. Uh, you know, it's it's a balancing act. It's, it's a thing you need to harness in order to move forward. And also working with others or being around others, um, understanding how their emotions work is really important. If we talk about mindset as a definition, again, um, this wasn't Wikipedia. This was just uh, more of a mindset, uh, you know, psychology type website. Um, but really, the the broad definition um, when we talk about uh, sort of a set of attitudes you might have or, or a mindset, if you will, is that your mindset plays a critical role in how you cope with life's challenges. Such as in school, a growth mindset can contribute to greater achievement and increased effort. When facing a problem, such as trying to find a new job, people with growth mindsets show greater resilience. They are more likely to persevere in the face of setbacks, while those with fixed mindsets are more liable to give up. Again, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Um, you know, I always think about uh, who I am and I'm, I'm a growth mindset person. Uh, it's, it's all about new experiences. It's about the, the unknown. It's about the challenge. Um, I don't want to sit idle or do nothing or do the same thing over and over again. I don't like, you know, to live in a, you know, I guess a perfect little boring comfort zone. And I'm sorry if that sounds negative, but sometimes a comfort zone can be a setback, right? Um, a fixed mindset kind of locks you in. 
And not to say that a fixed mindset in certain situations don't work. It's just a tool or a mechanism. But I think the way that the world sort of defines mindset is you lean one way or the other. Um, I lean towards a growth mindset because I always want to be in a position whereby I can, you know, react and move with uh, anything that comes my way. Um, It doesn't mean that I will hit something challenging with this growth mindset, get a little bit negative, have to deal with some self-talk and little monsters in my head. But the point being that my mindset is just another tool or mechanism that allows me to move through this, uh, these moments and, and try to go forward in the right way. The other bucket or the tool that we'll call out is self-awareness. Um, just the definition again from a more of a psychology, psychological perspective. This is your conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings, right? So, you know, do you know you? Uh, or, or are you aware of who you are and how you feel? The broad brush here is, is self-awareness is having a clear perception of your personality, including strengths, weaknesses, thoughts, beliefs, motivation, and emotions. Self-awareness allows you to understand other people, how they perceive you, your attitude, and your responses to them in the moment. And again, who I am, what I offer, how I impact my ripple out effect, um, knowing what that is, um, you know, it, ha- it has me operating at a very diff- in a very different way uh, compared to someone who isn't um, aware of their impact. Um, and I often run, at, you know, my life in a way where I think about and and who I am, my impact to others. You know, what do my energy levels do? If I'm up, if I'm down, um, how do I speak? Um, do I wait? Do I talk? Um, you know. Do I let others get through what they need to get through first um, in order to have an optimal output? Um, I believe is you know one more tool in the toolbox around how I can be comfortable with who I am, how I can move forward in my life, um, and how I can then be engaged with others and 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 move forward with them as well. Because I mean, let's face it: at the end of the day, you show up to work and you're with a bunch of strangers for you know eight plus hours a day. You come home and you're with your family, another group of people you're comfortable with, um, you know, and then you're walking down the street and you're bumping into people all the time. Human contact is inevitable, and what you do with your life is you know going to be the thing that defines you. And then the last sort of bucket outside of self-talk, uh, a tool set that you a tool you can use in your toolbox is mindfulness. Um, and I've always lived in a world of of being very aware of my surroundings very aware of the world around me um, and not so buried away in um, I guess a denial engine or or sort of the what now is called the endless scroll I can get stuck in endless scroll uh, in Facebook or Instagram or reddit primarily um, just you know consuming and consuming and consuming but Oftentimes now, uh, especially over the last year or so, um, I'm aware of it and I don't want to miss uh, the world uh, that's, you know, sort of passing me by. It's, it's, uh, it's a fun game to sit in public and count the number of people who aren't glued to their phone, um, you know, on a train. Or if the new one that I often see now is when people are walking their dog, just staring at a phone. Um, These distraction boxes are both good and bad. I'm an advocate for technology and what it does for us. Um, But I also agree that, you know, the moderation engine, which is yourself, um, you know, is broken. And if you don't have control of yourself, uh, you're just going to go down an endless path. So practicing mindfulness is one mechanism or, again, another tool in the toolbox that allows you to take stock, be aware, uh, and and be uh, amongst it, right? So 
the concept of mindfulness, and I think this is a it's gray, gray area, but really for me, it's about being fully aware and present in the moment, right? It's not about sitting there necessarily and judging. It's just taking it in. It's not about worrying, uh, you know, sitting there and worrying about the things that you're seeing uh, that you're taking in. Um, you know, it's it's tough, but it's a thing, right? And the more you're aware of the world around you, the better you're going to be able to take advantage of, you know, situations um, for all uh, when it comes to self-awareness, when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to emotional intelligence. And really, if we get to the crux of the matter, which is how this all affects your self-talk, it's important that we, you know, are aware of of, of more things, right? So self-talk, final thing here in the sort of uh, definitions to set up the interviews, um, you know, this is really just talking to yourself, either, you know, in your head or, or in a mirror, you know, we're all called crazy at some point, but, you know, uh, how you work with yourself is really what this is about. Um, you know, and I guess the, 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 again, the therapy site or the psychologist site would say that, um, you know, we're all aware of an inner voice, and a running monologue uh, throughout our day uh, and into the evening, you know, and, and, and even trying to go to bed. Being cheerful and supportive or negative and self-defecating or self-defecating, self you just shit yourself. Um, you know, self-defeating is, you know, around is, is self-talk, right? So really this is this voice combining, you know, the conscious, the things that you're putting in and the unconscious beliefs and biases and putting it all together and driving it. So if you talk about beliefs and biases, I'm talking about mindfulness, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, mindset, you know, these are the things that you need to do to broaden yourself out, to be more more comfortable with you you are and to i guess you know in a sort of hokey way be more positive in the life you're trying to live so i guess with that being said or all of that being laid out my hope is is that through a series of interviews and talking to different people uh sharing in their stories and kind of moving through these concepts we can elicit a you know sort of not self-help as such, but a conversation that will allow others to reflect um, on other stories and potentially realize or, or become more aware of, of who they are and, and build their toolbox out in a way that is you know more apt to get them where they want to go with, uh, with life and, and get through the things that we all get hung up on, which is that little internal monster that uh, continues to tell you uh, what is and isn't good and then how you are or are not getting where you want to go in your life so um this is it unplug yourself uh the podcast uh let's see how this goes um if you're interested in being a part of it or an interviewee a participant um reach out um outside of that i'm going to be chasing people up for doing uh, interviews there's a survey on the website unplugyourself.net because .com and .com.au what a pain in the butt domains are um, nevertheless, uh, maybe a network of people working together uh, can create a stronger group of people. Um, and that's the idea. So thanks for listening this far. Uh, if you got any feedback, let me know. Um, outside of that, have a great one.